Victory Theory Podcast with your Hooker. And Sophie Spatero. And on today's episode, we have Terry Berger on the podcast with us. I'm going to let Terry say a, a little brief history about it. Hello. I'm uh, just from the last podcast, I was going through some PTSD and had to put a stop to my painting because I had broke part of my hand. So I haven't been really painting, but uh, I started painting again. Then a few weeks ago, I broke my part of that finger, my hand again. But um, I'm hoping, uh, yes, in the next couple of weeks here. (laughs) I didn't go to the doctor the last time. (laughs) I I didn't go. it sounds like me and you've been hanging out a lot lately. Yeah, I just don't bother anymore. Um, <laughs> I think since COVID, I don't really have too much faith in doctors. Um, so yeah. not too much faith. So, yeah, I went in a little slump there. for about, Well, it was a long slump. I think right after I hurt my hand again, I got so depressed. And then um, stopped walking, stopped doing pretty much everything I stopped talking to people stop like I just went through something and um now I uh tried to get back on my antidepressants and I decided that I had been off them for so long that I can do it myself yeah Uh, so I'm back up I can wake I started telling myself Terry you gotta get up you cannot lay in this bed you cannot be locked you, you have to get up because this is the reason you're still here 30 or 40, you know, 50 years later, you're still here because you've been fighting. So you have to fight and now you got to fight harder. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think, uh, Friday I was supposed to, well, Friday I did get on the airplane. I was saying from the time I woke up, you're not getting on that airplane. You cannot do it. And, I forced myself. <laughs> but when I got on the airplane, the stewardess was kind of concerned. I mean, I could, I just, I, I don't know what happened to me. But uh, I made it. I'm in L.A. I feel so much better. Uh, haven't been depressed. Um, I, I think whatever it was, I snapped out of it, just, which is good. Yeah, that's great. But I know one thing for sure, you know, uh, whoever listens to the podcast that I need, I feel this is important. You know, when you start feeling so depressed and so sad, um, sometimes you have to give yourself those pats on the back and you have to tell yourself, it's it's okay, this is going to pass. It's not, this isn't a permanent thing. It's going to pass. You've already made it through the major storm, I'll call it. And uh it will pass just like everything else passes. And, um, you know, you just can't give up it. You, you will snap out of it, but you got to tell yourself, I got to get up. I have to do these things. I got to stay healthy. I got to, you know, I just got to do it because no one else is going to do it for you, but yourself. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes that's the hardest part. Just getting up and starting. Uh, I know sometimes when I'm having a really hard time, it's just, once I'm up and I'm doing something, I'm I'm a lot better. But it's just getting myself up to do it, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, I had like 
three, four people passed away, like from COVID. And then my friend, um, uh, one of my friends was supposed to uh, pick me up and we were going to go eat dinner and he had a stroke. And then he was in the hospital for, I don't know, like a month. Like he died the day after uh, uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah. And so, like I went to the, I think that's where my depression really started is because I went to that hospital and I seen him and I saw all that stuff connected. And um, I, I just, from that point on, I just went downhill. Like it was a quick, fast downhill. Um, Cause my friend, a friend died day before he had the stroke and then my other friend died from COVID. So it was like, it was like three there. Um, and I'm more closer to other people than my family members. That's just how it is. They don't understand uh, the anxiety, the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. They don't They don't get it. And I don't expect them to. No one has to get it but you, really. Because you got to keep every day when you get up, you have to tell yourself, you know, I'm up. I'm alive. I got to stay focused. I got to do something, you know. So yeah. if you have a bad day, you just... You just can't let it happen. You can't, uh, you know. It was. It would just. I think this time I was the most scared for myself. Probably, I think out of all the years, I think this was probably the worst. This last time. Yeah. But uh. How did, how did you hurt your hand again? Yeah, that's, that was Same dog. Uh, <laughs> 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 I I um had him outside on the leash and my neighbors across from me and in the corner they have little chihuahuas and my dog you know is a big it's a hound dog massive so she goes oh I gotta make sure my dog doesn't get out while I'm talking to you and then opens the door oh it's your dog out and starts like barking and growling at my dog's feet because my dog is so tall mm-hmm. and uh, I'm pulling the leash and my hand wasn't all the way healed properly from the first time. So um, doing the exercises or whatever that orthopedic doctor told me, every time I do them, my knuckles and my hand actually turns black and blue. Oh, no. And he says something wrong. So I just told him I wouldn't be coming back and I'd figure out how to heal my own hand. <laughs> so this last time, I'm pulling the leash and uh, my feet are sliding. The dogs take me like he's skiing. And I grabbed it with the second hand, and I heard the snap. Oh, wow. And uh, so she finally, I said, get your dog in the house. <laughs> so my dog was just wagging his tail, but her dog was, like, trying to bite at his feet. But it was the holding of the leash. She's too strong for me. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm just coming out of my over-a-year COVID uh, residual. That laryngitis and... Oh, that mm-hmm. breathing problems and it that was so depressing for me. Uh, so, but I'm here. I mean, uh, I'm here. Uh, That's good. It's, yeah. It's, you, sometimes even just being here is a big deal. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, because uh, what night was it? Thursday night before I left for my trip, I had a really bad dream. 
uh, and I don't think I've had a dream like that uh, in, I'm going to say probably 30 years. Um, so it, it, it shook me to the core. Like I, it, I woke up yelling out and uh, I said, I'm not getting out the rest of the day. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm not going to do anything. And uh, I was really like physically sick, like everything sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Friday, Friday was a bad day. Bad. I was so happy Friday came and was gone. <laughs> yeah. But um, now I'm just going to, you know, here's a good example. You know, we talk about things. Uh, my daughter was saying, what is the podcast for? What do you, why do you look at that stuff? And I said, well, just like you, because she said she didn't understand anxiety until she started having it about a year ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, when COVID first started, she got COVID really bad. So I said to her, um, you have to actually get it to understand it. There's no explaining it. But I said, it's such a horrible feeling, you know, that terror that you feel. But I said, podcast is for other people. If there's 5,000 people that hear a podcast and one person gets it, that's all that matters. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I said, um, these things I said, because a while back, it's been many years, my daughter used to say, because I gave a pen to somebody one time. Here's, you know, they had that. Uh, stigma they call it I gave a pen to somebody and I had the counseling that I go to and my daughter said that's so embarrassing you gave a pen with counselor and I said it's not embarrassing one day they're gonna need to call a counselor yeah a few few months later that person I gave that pen to well they live in a different area but uh they wound up having to call a counselor so I told her it's not embarrassing if you need help you got to reach out right um and you have to reach out like you, you, you know, someone out there will, uh, you know, it's, it, it's more you physically, mentally, but sometimes you just need that extra person to reach out to. Yeah. Somebody who kind of might not understand, but is able to listen and, and help just let yeah. you get it off your chest. Well, at this point, for me, like, uh, I miss counseling uh, quite a bit. I didn't go Friday. She has to call me, and I wanted her to talk to me while I was in that state of mind, which was horrible. Like I said, I woke up from that dream, and uh, I don't like those kind of dreams. Like, I don't think anybody would. Um, but I wound up not talking to her the week before that. I didn't do counseling in the week before that. She was not there. It's been like a month. I usually go every week mm-hmm. or I call her if something comes up and I haven't even been calling her. Um, but I need to get back on track and uh, time I get home next Friday, I'm going to see what I can paint without uh, the full use of this hand. Uh I'm I'm kind of disappointed in that because that was really good therapy for me uh, at yeah. night. But it's okay. If I can't do that, I can find something else that I'm going to work on doing. It doesn't matter, you know. Can you paint with yeah. that? With my right hand? Yeah. Can you paint with the other one? Um. Yeah, but I usually, 
like it's really weird with my one hand is my main stuff but with with my left hand sometimes i use both brushes with my hands oh yeah on certain like some of the stuff like my daughter has in the house here those are with both hands and like she showed me her her canvases there and i said oh i'm not painting i can't i can't do it right now but i said maybe before the end of the week you know i can do something with it but uh instead i came and uh, worked in her yard because last time i came her plants were so beautiful and, and i came this time and whew, <laughs> she need a whole landscaping <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah i just bought some plants at the grocery store and took them out of the pots and planted them in her ground and uh they're really nice. Like they look nice like that. Uh, yeah, that's great. So she doesn't have to pay the landscaper. I just, you know, when I come, I just do the work. <laughs> <laughs> so yep. that's the only thing. Still, like um, I was trying to use the scissors yesterday, and it was a little hard. Uh, but you know, if I need two hands or whatever on some of these plants, but I got it all done. I got the front and backyard all done. Oh, Zach, close that door so the cat. Okay. Okay, sorry. That's okay. Um, um, so I anyways. find gardening really helps me um, with my mood as well, just getting out there and being one with nature and whatever, making things grow and then getting to enjoy it when they're blooming. It just mm. really helps my mind. And then here, too, you hear the little birds. Uh, I come out here and I sit under her uh, guava tree, <clears throat> and all the birds love this tree. Yeah. And, um, oh. I just have to make sure, you know, when they're up there, they're not dropping anything on me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah that's a plus right there. Yeah, I had my drink and I just looked down because something hit my arm and I was like, that's why I thought of it. But um, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I think we need to, uh, like, you know, like doing these podcasts. I don't know. I think people get embarrassed about talking about, you know, like, certain things i i tell my i ask my counselor sometimes like i think i'm crazy and she goes no you're not crazy this is things that just happened to you and you're you know trying to figure out how to deal with them yeah but uh i really at times think you know i got some kind of serious problem going on but uh you know it just it i guess it just depends on what's going on um you know yeah. It don't help when we're feeling bad or we have a injury or something, you know. No, like can't fight back. No, like now, you know, with my hand, obviously, like I put a ring on yesterday, and my two knuckles are swollen from where the hand part is. So uh, I'm back to you know trying to bend these two fingers again. I had them all the way bent to my hand, and now I can't. Like I've been working on it. Um, oh. It's frustrating. It, it's that part, you know, but uh, I've been through so much that I keep telling myself, you've been through way worse than your hand. Your hand yeah. will get better. So, that, you know, what happened to your hand is okay. There could be other things way worse than that that could be happening to you. Right. And so I'm not so, like I said, I just had those few weeks. I got here Friday and... Uh, I had told, you know, I had told my daughter, I said, you know, I really do not want to go to, uh, 
come up there when I feel so depressed. And uh, she goes, you'll get over it. (laughs) 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 So anyways, I I did get over it. And um, it just, I'm not sure really. uh, I I had told my friend, if uh, you have any more relatives that you want to introduce me to, don't introduce me to them because I don't want to know somebody so I can care about them and they could pass away and it hurts me. Yeah, that's always hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then especially when uh, I have to go and help them clean the house out, I think that's worse. Yeah. Yeah. But, I wouldn't want to do that either. And it's, you know, it's you want to be able to get close to somebody, but then, yeah, there are those hard yeah, times. I yeah, I haven't learned the skill yet for that, for death. Uh, yeah. For sickness, I I don't have any skills good for that. I told the, my count my therapist I need to uh, work on skills, certain skills. Um, but that's a hard one for me, so I yeah. usually don't get close to somebody because I automatically expect if I like them, I'm going to get disappointed. So right. I kind of set myself up for failure. I think there. I saw you been cooking. Have you been? Been cooking a lot lately? Um, let's see. No, not. Well, I just made a big breakfast here with uh, bacon. They wanted chorizo and eggs. Um, uh, what else? I made fruit salad. I made uh, pancakes. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, my daughter... Uh, I like coming up here and visiting her. Um, when, um, you know, a little bit of background with her. When, um, you know, I had, I think I said before in my last podcast, but I was born with my mother, whatever. She, um, she wasn't a good mother. So I kind of learned how to do things without her. Uh, yeah. Everything else just kind of fell in place later. But, so when my daughter was born, it was so hard for me because I thought, oh, I'm going to act like somebody else and, you know, be a certain way with her. But it took me quite a long time, like 20 years probably, at least, uh, for me and her to get close. So, you know, even at birth, and she came out and they told me I was having a girl. I said, I can't have a girl. You have to take her away. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. It, it took me going in recovery and the nurse coming in and trying to get me to hold her. And I would not do it. I didn't want to. I thought I was going to be awful. But yeah. um, I finally, with you know, with counseling and some hard work, uh, me and her have learned how to, uh, I think more me, I've learned how to talk to her and, and be who I'm, I think I'm supposed to be. I don't know. I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to be. I know for sure what I think I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say what the definition of a good person is, really, besides knowing you're not supposed to do certain things in life. Mm -hmm. Right. uh, But uh, yeah, me and her are are doing really good. I'm probably maybe closer to her than any of my other kids. Uh, If it was up to her, I'd be living here. But with my stuff, uh, you know, it's so unpredictable what trigger will happen mm-hmm. so I don't want to live with anybody I like being by myself with my you know my dog and 
my cat. Yeah. And, and all these plants I have. Looks like a botanical garden over there. <laughs> There's so many plants and so many flowers. That's my kind of place. I love it. It If I see a flower open, it makes me so happy. It's like birth. You know, mm-hmm. I look at it like a birth. Oh, they, uh, oh, they huh? still fires by your house? I remember last time I talked to her. You had a bunch of fires that were going on and smoke. Yeah, last year was terrible at this time. We've only had one fire over there. And um, they got it contained pretty well right away. But last year was one fire after another. When I went to the lake, I went to the lake Thursday. It was like 92 degrees finally over there. And um, that was another bad mistake. So I went to the lake for a few hours and got sunburned so bad that I had blisters. Oh, no. oh Lord. <laughs> oh, I had some serious blisters. So, um, you know, you could see, actually, I think I still, I took pictures. You could see all the stuff that's burnt on the way mm-hmm. to the lake. And then you could see all the new stuff. So I was smiling. I, you know, that day I was not myself. And so driving, I was looking at all that greenery and, you know, you could see deer and, you know, the squirrels and, you know, all the nature there. And um, I was just, it made me feel so much better. So going to the lake, seeing that I was getting sunburned, I said, ah, so what? Yeah. A couple of days, you'll be fine. But I got home and it was not fine. <laughs> it was not fine. Yeah, like... <laughs> I guess California, because every time I go, I guess. Yeah, but, but your skin's different than mine. I don't know sure. if I could say what I was going to say. I would normally say it in front of somebody, but not, you know, I want to say it on the podcast. <laughs> but like, I'm like, my skin is more dark. Um, I'm Jewish, like full Jewish. So my skin, like the company came last night here for my grandson's birthday party, probably like 25 people. And I was the darkest one. Like, I look like I belonged in another country. <laughs> like, everybody is so white. My daughter, my grandsons, they're white with freckles. I'm oh, dark wow, with yeah. freckles. Fair yeah, skin. My, my skin is so dark. Like, by next month, you know, they'll start telling me I'm Indian again. <laughs> <laughs> or something else. They usually, uh, yeah, they, everybody usually tells me I'm something else. But it was funny. Um the girl, my uh, grandson's aunt, he, she said, oh, you're so dark. And I said, yeah, check out my sunburn. Because <laughs> you could see, like, my belly button's pure, like, white. Because I was the whitest part of me. And then you could see this red <laughs> across my whole stomach. <laughs> and then she could see, you could see the, like, right underneath my belly button was blisters going straight across. So was not good. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna have to get forgot. you and Kendall to, or you and Kevin to start wearing sunscreen. I'm gonna have to send you guys some. <laughs> well, you know what I did? I I went to the lake and I brought um. There's this browning stuff. Even if you don't go in the sun, mm-hmm. it doesn't stain. It just you rub it on like regular lotion, and you'll actually turn this kind of brown. Well, for me, I wouldn't know about someone who's way lighter skin than me. I wouldn't recommend it. But um, then I took coconut oil out of the jar and I mixed it in a bottle with that stuff, coconut oil. And then I put, um, what was it? Some other coconut stuff I had. And so I went out there and put, might as well put Wesson oil on myself. (laughs) 
and uh, trying to fry yourself up. Yeah, I figured, oh, you know, it was kind of, it wasn't, it was hot, but it was like an outcast, you know. Is yeah. that what they call it? Outcast? O- so, overcast? Uh, overcast, yeah, not outcast. <laughs> and so, uh, I, uh, yeah, I got pretty dark. I won't be doing that again. I don't think really, I just some sunscreen on my face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe on my back on my shoulders, but I don't think uh, I'll be doing that again, what I did. That's for sure. Hey, Sophie, you need to go there? To California? Yes. So, yeah, Sophie's leaving, what, next week, huh? Uh, Well, no, this week we're going to Colorado, but then um, in May we'll be going to California. Yeah. Uh, what part? Um, in LA, my friend's having a baby, uh, a baby shower. So we're going to go fly out there for that. That's where I am right now. My daughter lives in Montebello. She just moved to this house. And uh, it's humid here. When she lived in Anaheim, or not Anaheim, but um, Alhambra, it wasn't that humid here. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 awful. Like if you guys ever do a trip and come to, uh, you know, come to California, because I live in, well, I live in Anderson. I live in Redding over there, and uh, where the, well, I was gonna say where the fires all were, but uh, um, it's so beautiful over there. Like, I would like to stay here a little bit longer, but uh, I I miss being at home. Yeah, um, it's peaceful and it's like a little country over there more country yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. like, a little more nature yeah i like walking well i'm gonna get back on walking as soon as i get home friday and get my stuff in go get my dog and you know do all that my first plan is before i unpack i want to walk like uh i was doing some challenges for a while online they had all these challenges for cancer and epilepsy and PTSD and all these things and I was doing all these different exercises at home because I wasn't walking mm-hmm. and uh, I think if you were supposed to do like 25 squats a day I was doing 100 oh dang I know and one side of my body was bigger than the other side <laughs> <laughs> and I said okay Terry that's enough of this like just do what you're supposed to do daily but I had signed up for so many that it was over I was just trying to keep my mind in one place and uh you know there used to be a couple of people well not a couple used to be uh, well i'm gonna say a couple people i could uh messenger and uh, they would help with some of my questions and stuff and it helped me so much and then they kind of were gone so i you know you got to really talk to yourself you can't you can't um I don't know. You got to count on yourself for yeah. sure. And I, I just learned a valuable lesson with this last episode of, uh, you know, I, I have to, uh, I have to take care of me and I have to make sure I'm okay before I try to do anything else for anybody else to make sure they're okay. Right. Um, and, it could be physically, mentally, whatever, you know, you, you really do have to, uh, I mean, this last time scared me like to the point where I said, if there wasn't COVID going around, I'd probably, probably would have went to the hospital for a couple of days. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was wicked. 
it was, I didn't know what I might say to somebody or I was having so many flashbacks. It was just so bad. But uh, like I said, it, they come and go and it's kind of, I guess, like any sickness or whatever, you know, you get sick, you feel good for a while and then you got a little pain, but you can deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the only, whoops, the only, uh, the other thing with me not walking is you, I told you, I think what happened to my leg a long time ago. Yeah. On my last podcast. So mm-hmm. um, me having, you know, I guess I'll just say it, me having that gunshot wound to my leg, my left leg, if I don't walk, my ankle already doesn't bend like the other one at all. It barely moves. So if I don't walk and I don't put the effort in, it has to be every day. Not every other day, not once a week, but every single day. Kevin, you probably could relate. You know, with yeah. your sickness, it's yeah. Okay. yeah. If you, if every, you, day. every day, if you don't apply, you're weaker. You're you're not. You're, you're just not mentally. You know, you you have to. I noticed I started limping. Uh, I didn't even pay attention to it. Uh, Thursday morning when I got up, I was limping. I didn't walk for about a week. What I call real walking. I was just yeah. you know walking a quick walk, but. Not like I was before, 10 miles, 15 miles with this leg. And I noticed when I got up, I was limping. And um, that's not good for me because I would like to keep my leg. (laughs) And I would like to any, I'm not even sure how much, what percentage of function I have. I know I can walk, so that's a blessing. But it's, uh, honestly, I don't even know how I walk with this leg. (laughs) But um, I know I'm not doing my job if I'm not staying on it yeah you got to push it to keep it functioning well my my ankle's always going to be stiff it's it's that's never going to change the scar tissue because there's like a burn mark there on my foot Mm -hmm. so the scar tissue is always going to be there and there's nothing i can do about that um and plus i got a piece of bullets still in there um so like i was limping last night and i started feeling sad I was limping on my good leg and I was like oh no like yeah you I went in there and started bending my foot and it was hurting like um and plus I got a sunburn on that foot if I go out to the sun that foot because of the gunpowder I'll get blisters and I had a couple of blisters on that foot and that's not good like um you know the skin so thin uh, right there but um yeah, when I my plan is to uh, get my mind straight, and when I get home, I'm gonna be back on track. Uh, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm getting, I'm not getting younger. So, you know, when you uh, start getting older, things are harder to heal and feel better. Right. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to definitely be. Uh, I was in the bathroom exercising this morning, actually. <laughs> Get it in where you can fit it in. <laughs> yeah, I, I said, Terry, you know, don't say when you go home, do it now. Like, don't wait. That's the problem because you wait and then you'll say, okay, we could skip another day, another day. But uh, no, I, I started this morning and I was thinking about the podcast and I was excited. I haven't been listening to any podcasts at all. Not even, I used to get on these websites. Well, I'm not, I don't want to say names. You know, I used to get on a couple of websites and there'd be things posted 
and it would encourage me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was, it doesn't have to be the same problem, but just that mental state encouragement for me. And um, it helped me throughout this last year or so. And then I didn't see it. And then uh, I, uh, I don't know, I got lost somehow. Somehow something shut off and, but um, I just started, I think yesterday I went and I was back flipping to your podcasts and started watching those. And then I watched some from somebody else on there and um, from the beginning to end. And, you know, I said, it's me, you know, I have to take what I get out of the podcast and uh, function. I, I, you know, yeah. can't, you know, there's no giving up for me. There's no quitting. Uh, you know, I just, you just have to keep making sure that you keep yourself in check. <laughs> yeah. Hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Well, like if you have family or you have someone, your, your partner or whatever, that's one thing. But if you're by yourself and there's no family and then there's only one or two family you can actually talk to, you shut them out too. And that's what I did. My, uh, you know, my ex-daughter-in-law was so worried about me. She goes, I think I should call somebody for you. And I said, don't you call anybody. You'll never talk to me again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, I told her whatever was going on with me, I always work it out. I have since I was little. And I would come through it because I told her I was a champion. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. You know, um, and then it helps me too. Like even because I don't really talk to that many people. But if I go in and say I see something that Kevin posted. And, and I, you know, I know what he's, if he's at the hospital or somewhere, I look at that and I say, Hey, you know what? You don't have to go to the hospital anymore because you don't have these things happening to you. Yep. And, uh, you don't, you know, it, it encourages me. Like as soon as I felt better, I jumped right on there to start looking at these people's posts because I can tell myself, Hey, you're not going through that. So you should be thankful and you're blessed, you know? that you yeah. are right here. And so, and you know, wherever, like mine's different, but wherever I started from, in from birth, that's not where I am and no one's doing those things to me. I just have to figure out how I, most of it's gone actually, I can deal with it, but some things you just really don't get over, but you have to figure out where to place it, where to, right. how to deal with it. And, um, People really need to talk more about it and not be scared to talk about it. Because before it was more of a consequence. If you talk about that, people are going to think you're weird or you're mental something or right. uh, get over it. Uh, I hear that a lot. Oh, that was so long ago. You should have got over it. No, you don't get over stuff like that. Uh -huh. You learn how to deal with it. But... Um, you know, I just, uh, I know that this is going to be the bumpy road for my life, but it still isn't where I started. Yeah. So, well, we're glad that it, you're still getting stuff out of the podcast, even. We haven't really been able to put a lot of new stuff out mm -hmm. <clears throat> lately, but I'm glad that you're able to, you know, go back to the old stuff and still get something out of them. That, that's kind of why we do it. So, you know, I, the last podcast that I did, can you believe to this day? I never listened to the whole thing. Oh, wow. I heard my voice because I had that COVID voice. And it, I don't know why, it bothered me so bad. Um, 
I don't know what happened, but uh, I tried to listen to it probably like three times. And then I said, Terry, you just can't do it. It's okay. It's okay. If you can't do it, you can't. But it's not something that I I say in my mind, I'm never going to try to listen to. I don't know what happened. But but even if I see the videos of uh, motivation, you know, like I can go in there. I'm like, Yesterday I went in and there was posts that were put from, you know, months ago. And I went in there and started listening to those again. The ones that I remembered that it helped me. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, you know, you have to do those things. You have to. Um, right. Because uh, I, I'm hoping I never go through that dark hole again like I just came out of. Uh, like I said, I don't want to meet anybody's friends right now. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) like I don't want to. You know, my my neighbor behind me, she's an older lady. She's like ninety four, but she got COVID and she passed away. I don't know three four times and came back and she had strokes and heart attacks, massive heart attacks and stuff. And I see her in a walker Friday morning. I made myself go outside. I said, go outside and look at the flowers. Look at your plants. You got to snap out of this. And because yeah. um, I said, Terry, this has been too long. You've got to do it. And uh, I went and uh, saw her walking by. And I told her, I said, you know, you're a blessing for me because, you know, I see you walking around and you're fighting for your life. She's, yeah. I don't think she's ever had a scratch knee in her life or a cold probably. But, uh, you know, I mean, just seeing her fighting for her life. Uh, I gave her a hug and a kiss on the cheek. Poor woman. But, uh she was home on hospice a couple of times. Uh, yeah, it was pretty scary stuff. And I could hear her breathing machine. And that really, like I had, I couldn't sleep in my room. <laughs> yeah, her her machine and, and her coffin. And it, it just was so bad for me, so hard for me. Because um, she's the sweetest lady. Yeah. And, um, uh, she uh, she goes, oh, I because you know when COVID started and I I was sick. She goes, oh, you better. She you know she was talking to me about the shots and stuff, and I said I don't care if I even get sicker. I told her I'm gonna do it just in case. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but she told me she I went to visit her after she came back from the hospital the first time, and uh, hold on, there's a plane. But she uh. She was a good inspiration for me. Um, she's real religious. I'm not so religious. Uh, but I, I told her, if you get better, I'll go to church a few times a week. So yeah. for like four months, I was going to church, which is a miracle for me. <laughs> That's we a all, real miracle. We uh, have a little church in our life. Huh? We all need a little church in our life. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, I, you know, I went and uh, I think my, my, I don't know if it's critical judgment or I don't know what to call it, but uh, I'm working on certain things of judging certain things. Mm-hmm. And if I see something that I don't believe in, I just try to stay away from it. I guess it's a good quality. I don't, you know, but uh, yeah, the church wasn't working out for me. Uh I tried to work in the food bank and do all that. 
and if you know people are coming to get food they don't need to come there they got money right that kind of stuff it bothers me to the core so um because for me i'd rather start for three days and wait for food (laughs) (laughs) you know but yeah so i just stopped i stopped working at the pantry and then i stopped going to that church um I just stopped going and I said, you know, Terry, you can't try to believe in something else until you believe in yourself anyways. Yeah. So. Uh, One step at a time. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm okay. I haven't found, um, like, the right place for me. But you always know when you find your right place. Um, even if it's for a short time. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I just started people again and if it's something they're doing that I don't like it's not up to me to tell them I don't like it I just stay away from them yeah Uh, things are gonna start uh up I gotta get back on track with my counseling and uh I gotta start journaling I am gonna try to uh you know paint uh you know, I can't even, I, I tried to help my neighbor before I left. She was making one of those 3D, because uh, I used to help her make stuff. Mm-hmm. And I showed her how to make 3D things with paper just from the dollar store mm-hmm. and paint. And stickers from the dollar store. So I have to have her send me a picture. But I went to help her get the little, I took the sticker off. It was silver. And I painted it black to make little birds for her mm-hmm. ocean. And my hand, like, I need both my hands. So the left hand, like, if the two, three fingers don't move from the pinky up, (laughs) you know, I was so frustrated. I told her, I'll tell you what to do, and you just follow it. Um, I could paint the little things, but not, I couldn't get the little things in there. But she got it done. She got uh, the sky, the dolphins. I asked her to send me a picture of it. Okay, great. But, uh yeah, she's been making so many things. She said, oh, I wish you'd never showed me how to paint or make crafts. <laughs> she said, because my house is horrible now with all this stuff. <laughs> hey, but, uh, that's okay, though. <laughs> yeah, and I just took a lot of stuff that I had made, uh, those fake flowers and all that stuff that I went to. I had someone come in my house the other day, and I said, hey, I'm going to bag and I'm going to give you stuff. Don't ask me, am I sure? Just take it out of my house. <laughs> so I took all that stuff down and I said I'm going to start uh, after this trip start a whole new uh, a whole new thing to do oh, something Yeah, um, I don't even care what it is I thought about wind chimes but I tried before I left and that was a failure <laughs> just with this hand um, I'm going to have to like do some serious I'm going to look online and see like what exercises I can do. Cause the one, like I said, the orthopedic doctor told me has my pinky going down to my wrist, black and blue. And, um, it's just so swollen the next day. It's just, there's, he, he says it healed well, but I don't know what's going on there. And then breaking, breaking that finger down more. It broke right at the bottom where I didn't have a break. It broke right there. Right. Right. Before the knuckle of that, 
I, let me say, I don't know what they call them. It's not the first line, the second line of your finger. Uh-huh. So I had broke before the top and then the bottom knuckle. And so I broke the middle one. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it snap. I knew I felt the pain as I felt the tear in my eyes and I knew. But um, it's, well, I we're, mean, glad it's okay. that, we're glad that you're keep, you keep fighting, you know, it's a daily struggle for sure. And we're glad you just keep choosing to fight. Yeah, I am. Um, and, you know, oh, that's a big airplane up there. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. It definitely, the struggle is real. <laughs> yeah. The struggle well, we're, is real. We're glad you were able to come on and, and touch base with us and let us know how you've been doing and, you know, your plans for going forward. And yes. If anybody you know, know uh, Terry's episode before this one, episode 17. Okay. You <laughs> know, I'm going to actually later today when it's more quiet, I am going to go through that podcast because uh I know from that time to now in my head I felt better because like I said I had that residual from that COVID it was more than a year yeah. it would go away and then come back and I mean uh, I couldn't breathe and the chest pains and I had that infection at my heart for a little bit mm-hmm. and I was supposed to stay in the hospital a couple of days. I told her, there's no way I'm going to die at home, (laughs) (laughs) which is terrible. Yeah. And she said, well, you know, you need antibiotics. You have to stay. And I said, I have antibiotics. I saved at home. I'll do it my way. And uh, I didn't go back to the, I haven't been back to the hospital since then. Like, uh, and it was, it was, that I think was the worst of my COVID. Worst. Those chest pains and heart palpitations and, I really, honestly, I had to sleep sitting up. I really thought this is how I was going to be taken out. And I kept telling myself, no, you know, I kept telling myself, you've had all these things happen. This is not the way you go out. So the only, the only thing still, you know, walking sometimes it depend on my set, my mindset. Uh, There was a couple of days I walked 30 miles and holy moly. Uh, yeah, my friend said, hey, you could walk to my house from where you <laughs> But I was walking morning, noon, and night. And then I was walking at the park. I started doing some crazy stuff. Like, you know, I was walking at 1030 at night at the park, which is a disaster. No one should be at a park walking at 1030 at night. <laughs> yeah. So. A little scary. Yeah, but I'm, since the COVID, like, if I can get in five miles, in my first walk or throughout the whole day, I'm lucky now. Mm-hmm. Like, it really took quite a toll. Uh, and I started eating bad, too. That's nothing. But I'm back on track with the water and not too much junk food. Like, And I feel yeah. better. Like, I think today's the first day I actually woke up and felt uh, somewhat. I mean, not somewhat, but I feel a lot better. Well, that's uh, really great. Really great. And, you know, uh, I got to talk to, uh, you know, I talked to Lulu, Lula, sorry, name, and she helped me a lot, like, you know, talking to her, like I talked to her Friday morning, luckily, I was, it was a disaster. <laughs> but I think if I didn't talk to her that morning or talk, had talked to somebody, I would have been in bed and I wouldn't have gotten yeah. on that flight. Um, 
I felt like I had nobody to talk to, but there really is always someone you could find somewhere to talk to. Um, That's true. Exactly. There's, there's always somebody you just, you're in your, at that moment in time, you just feel like there's nobody, but there's always somebody. Um, yep. Just reach out um, and to our listeners, you know, if you're ever having a hard time like that, you can always reach out to me or Kevin. We're more than willing to talk with you or put you in contact with somebody um, like a suicide crisis line or just somebody to talk to uh, right. if we're not able to help you. Yes, it's important. I, uh, I, uh, and the other thing too about the suicide hotline, if you call and you happen to be put on hold, like I was like 30 years ago, I think it was 30 years ago. They told me, hold on a minute. <laughs> when I when I called, and I've never even thought to call one of those places, but uh, I wound up hanging up and started to make a bad decision and then didn't. Uh, I think somebody was watching over me, honestly. Uh, I always believe that. Yeah. If, if you don't believe in, if you're not religious, there's always, uh, you always have your guardian angels watching after you. Somebody's mm-hmm. watching over you, no matter, I believe that. And so um, I think things are thrown at you because it's some lesson or it's a gift. or I don't know. I don't know how to. Yeah. Everything but, happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But there, I don't know, if you have to uh, put water on your face or go for a walk, go look at flowers, do something. Um, I don't think a day being mopey is too bad. But you got to get up, and you do have to eat, and you do have to take care of yourself. Uh, you definitely, you know, you'll come out of it. You, you do come out of it. It's like everything else. You come out of it. Uh, That's really but, great advice, for sure. Yeah. So, well, and we appreciate you being able to take the time with us today and, and come on again and mm-hmm. reshare your story. Thank you so much, Uh for having me on the podcast and uh yeah and i'll remember next time i if i get in a wreck but i'm not planning on getting one anytime soon (laughs) okay good (laughs) thank you guys so much i appreciate it thank you enjoy the rest of your weekend okay you too thank you Bye. 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 bye